0: You want <laughs> people to get hurt? Is that what you want? You bad person. Dear Shandy. Woo. <sighs> 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 okay.
1: Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette's recap. Andy, it might be the last time. I think it's the last time I will say Bachelorette's recap.
0: I hope. We hope.
1: We can all pray.
0: The world hopes.
1: The world hopes. This was a rough uh, season. It was bad.
0: Yeah, it was was not good. And
1: it's almost like the show in the very last few seconds was like, we know. (laughs) But we'll get to that. Yeah. Do we have any housekeeping before we get recapping?
0: I don't believe so.
1: Oh, one thing I do want to mention is you may have noticed that these two weeks scheduling was a little different than usual. If you're wondering why that was, you should definitely be following us on Instagram because we do share stories with schedule changes. So if in the future you're like, I want to make sure my Dear Shandy recap comes out on time.
0: You're like calling your shrink. You're like, it's not out yet. What's happening to the world?
1: Yeah. If you follow us at Dear Shandy, there are stories that can just sort of keep you abreast of such things. Mm. Oh, and that's actually... Actually, especially relevant given in October we'll be in Colorado
0: mm-hmm. for an opera, Mile High.
1: Yeah, and so there, you know, there might be some scheduling stuff. So, okay, are we ready to get started, Andy? There's a lot. I know Andy's been hyping himself up all morning. The finale kicks off with uh, the dark studio. It's all dark. The audience is in the dark. It's just Jesse alone, who straight up addresses all the rumors. I guess about. Tino. You know, honestly, I'm so not in the rumor. What Mill? I didn't even know this. Yeah. He basically spoiled what would have been a really surprise ending for me.
0: Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Like he assumed that we all read all the like Bachelor rumor Yeah, rags.
1: honestly, the extent to which I know stuff is Dave Neal's thumbnails on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Dave Neal and I do like to keep on top of certain stuff, but not when it's like specific to the season we're watching because yeah. I don't like watching and recapping and knowing spoilers. And so... I only like vaguely knew about some girlfriend of Eric's or whatever, I did not know about Tino.
0: It's amazing, it says something about media today that it's a given that Mm. we all know these things that like 20, 30 years ago, nobody would have known. Yeah, except except us, (laughs) Except (laughs) we're the
1: old fogies who just like don't know what's going on ever. Cause we have day jobs, okay? I mean, I
0: I think a a day (laughs) job isn't the only thing that precludes you going around the internet looking for bachelor rumors.
1: was surprised they did this. Yeah. Honestly, I do think the Tino stuff would have been all more shocking had I had they not sort of spoiled it at the very beginning. But, yeah. you know, I, I, guess agree. I think we're in the minority. So we'll just leave it at that. So Jesse says there's been more scandal and betrayal than true love, which, of course, the powers that be are so upset about. Mm-hmm. And that happily ever after seems a million miles away. Jesse says, though, that there's hope. Maybe Tino's indiscretions were a momentary lapse in judgment. And maybe Eric can explain away the damning texts sent to his girlfriend just days before exiting the limo on night one. Okay, he says, are you ready? And they cue the lights and suddenly the crowd starts cheering. Yay!
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: okay, so Jesse now welcomes out the bachelorettes. He asks how they're feeling, and the ladies express being beyond ready to get this show on the road. Mm-hmm. I think we can all they, agree they with They are that. speaking for us. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of talk and build up, and we finally pick back up where we left off last week with Gabby's meltdown. We hear her say, I can talk to him one last time, and we can see. Hmm. I'm reminded once again of, well, I'm reminded of what happened last week when she was like, no, I don't want to pressure anyone into anything. It just felt like she was talking to a producer who was like trying to...
0: I think we called this. I think we should give ourselves credit because (laughs) this was all nothing. This was nothing and everything was fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was edited funny for a reason because they needed to turn it into a valid cliffhanger, something that they could hang their hat on. I didn't want to say I told you so, but this was really... Mm -hmm. As, as you would call it, Andy, a nothing burger. Indeed. Yeah, there are a few nothing burgers. With cheese. <laughs> Wait, what? With cheese. With cheese?
0: A nothing burger with cheese. Why does it? Why because does it's, sh- add, it's more nothing. Oh, actually, that would make it something. Yeah, I was yeah,
1: going to so say. So it's a
0: nothing burger without anything. Yeah, a, no, a nothing burger has no trimmings.
1: Exactly. A yeah. nothing burger almost doesn't even have a bun.
0: A nothing burger actually is nothing. You just call it a burger to make it more interesting than nothing. <laughs>
1: So Gabby returns to Eric now on his balcony and says, be honest with me. He says, if they ended right now, he would be destroyed. He's fallen in love with her and wants to be with her. He says he wants this to work. And then they touch foreheads.
0: Touching foreheads is, is big cute. with cats, you know. Really? Yeah, that's a sign of real affection. And they rub their forehead against you.
1: Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, They're
0: basically saying like, we're, we're family. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Cats do a lot of cute things. You know, I didn't appreciate cats until I met you.
0: That makes me very happy. I can admit it. There's a lot to appreciate. But you know what? The thing, the difference between cats and dogs is with dogs, you don't have to be a genius to appreciate a dog. Mm-hmm. A dog is just jumping on you, licking your face. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's obvious. Yeah. With a cat, you actually have to do some work. Yeah. And it it's a little more nuanced. Yeah. But when you do get that love, I feel, and believe me, I love dogs. I fawn over dogs in the street all the time. Mm -hmm. Owners often don't want me to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I just like you brought the dog (laughs) on the street. I'm gonna put my hands. It's on. my right to put yeah, my hand. On. That's it. It's public space. My point is is the cats are cats are great.
1: Yeah, I just thought cats were assholes, sort of universally. Everyone thinks Well, because you have one bad experience with a cat and you're like, oh, all cats are like that. If you didn't have a cat growing up, but well cats
0: are wild animals. They're more aloof. Mm-hmm. They are literally feral animals. Mm-hmm. Dogs are not. Dogs have been Frankenstein to the point where they're just basically like masturbatory vehicles for us. <laughs> I mean, there's no actual animal there. It's just like, if you're a human, it's like, I want to love you. I don't give a care how you treat me. I'm going to love you. Is With a cat, it's like, you better give me what I want, or I'm not going to give you what you want. But if you give me what I want, I will give you more than you could have ever dreamed of.
1: <laughs> so I have to admit, I'm a little caught up on masturbatory. Mm-hmm. Did you make that up? No. How do you know it's not masturbatory?
0: Does it matter?
1: Masturbate.
0: Yeah, it's masturbatory. There's plenty of words like that where it changes if you turn it into an action. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. let's move on. (laughs) We've got a long way to go. We do
1: have a long way to go. People are like, please stop. Okay, they walk off and Gabby apologizes for being dramatic. And Eric says, kiss me. And everything seems peachy. And the gist is they realized how much they love each other and how that's all that matters. Yeah, it's only the thing that was so upsetting before. (laughs) Okay, move out of the way. (laughs) Let's get to the
0: real stuff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Rachel visits Tino now he opens the door and when he sees her outfit <laughs> okay we have to talk about the outfit uh, I didn't like this yeah. you know what it felt like it felt really passe it felt like early 2000s when everyone was wearing those silk joggers with high-heeled hiking boots
0: mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It it
1: just felt kind of like a music video, but like a really old music video. Very old. And what's funny is when she first came out in this outfit, Andy, you were like, wow. And then he opens the door and he's like, wow. And that's when we really burst out (laughs) laughing.
0: We'll we'll never know what kind of wow that
1: was. (laughs) So they toast to the future. He says he loved her family. She says that it couldn't have gone any better. She asks how he's feeling about everything. I almost kind of want to like fast forward this part. He says she was made for him. She's his perfect match. He revealed she reveals he's the only one there. He says it's you. Tino in his ITM says that he would bet everything he has that he and Rachel are forever. Mm. Rachel in her ITM says Tino has told her several times he is ready to propose, which of course is of the utmost importance. So we're back to the live now. And Jesse is suddenly hawking the Kardashians.
0: It's unbelievable. Like what it's, you know what reality, reality TV used to be like a long time ago, like it was a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. You're Like, oh, I watched this show, but it's a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. You're like Oh, yeah, that's cute. Now it's like a guilty thrill ride. <laughs> like there's no nuance anymore. It's just like 25 flaming stories yeah, of yeah. guilt. Like, yeah. can you handle this? Like, what is there's nothing that's not guilt anymore? Mm-hmm. I it's agree. It's pure, unadulterated guilt.
1: Eh, and to the point where it's like, you're kind of getting sick of it. Like I have a, a toothache from all the dessert or whatever, the lack of nuance. There's no subtlety. It's no. like having
0: just dessert over and over and over again. You're like, mm. it's like watching NASCAR. If all it was, was was Yeah, No one
1: wants to watch that. Yeah.
0: It's like, you get sick. You're like, well, that's enough. People are getting hurt. Here. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Well, anymore.
1: what a great analogy, Andy, because that's how I think we all felt. Watching a lot of this season and especially this finale.
0: But the thing that bothers me is going further with the NASCAR analogy is that people look, I know some people tune in to this show purely to see love. That's true. Yeah, there's a minority. It's definitely a minority. I I
1: like a love story.
0: But you're in the minority. I'm not saying you're like in the 2% minority. It's like a 30 70 30 split. Let's call it. Okay. 30% 30% of people want to see love, 70% of people want to see car crashes. But what bothers me is some percentage of that 70% that wants to see the car crashes, when the car crashes happen, they're like, oh, car crashes are terrible. <laughs> people get hurt. I am against, I am against car crashes.
1: Hear me? Hear how no. against it I am?
0: Don't like them.
1: Wait, you like it? Shame on you. <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, you're disgusting. You want people to get hurt? Is that what you want? You're a bad person. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Jesse is suddenly hawking the Kardashians, and then that that commercial is followed by more commercials. And Andy, you said milking it nice and good. Mm-hmm. We can all agree this finale was predominantly commercials. Jesse tells the ladies that no matter what, all of America is rooting for them and their happiness. And then we pick back up with a chat between those two ladies in Mexico. I said those two ladies as though there are other two yeah, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I quickly want to point out that I really liked Rachel's look here. Oh, she looked great. She looked great. I she had a pony. Mm, she, she looks She looks good with her hair back. She does look great yeah. with her hair back. Ooh. I think it's underutilized. I think
0: if you look good with your hair back, you should always wear your hair back.
1: You say that, but then you like my hair down. And That's I true. I think I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I think I I don't know. I think I like I, look,
0: I like the slicked ponytail. I do love like it. Is this
1: slick enough for you?
0: Not quite slick enough. It's oh. getting there. Okay. It's good. You look good. I
1: wasn't going for slick.
0: I know you weren't. I was
1: going for big, but my hair's a little too clean. And so it's like, no.
0: You know, when I what I really like, just to give context, is the, the way your hair was during the scene where they force you to sing opera with Juan Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good look.
1: It's so specific and I know exact. you know, it's like a robot. I was like, Z-z-z-z-z-z. I was wearing this dress, which means that I was definitely wearing my hair up and then I was like, yeah. I feel like I t-
0: you know what shoes and stockings you're wearing. Yeah, that day. I was yeah. not wearing
1: stockings, but yeah,
0: the stockings a thing people wear now they're tights tights yeah Yeah, stockings from like old yeah no one says stockings anymore
1: okay so rachel says it's tino and he tells her he loves her every five seconds which Mm -hmm. she likes he's so selfless and giving and funny she says he's her perfect match and gabby meanwhile says well for me it's eric (laughs) he has fought for her over and over again and rachel asks if he's ready to propose Mm. and gabby says no but she's hopeful they're tearfully gushing about how happy they are about their dream guys, and Rachel says it worked somehow. Don't hmm. don't Sad. It is sad. She was really happy in the scene. It is sad now that we yeah, know what no, happened. I
0: think she was genuinely excited.
1: So now it's the next day. Rachel just talks about how happy she is as she heads to the proposal site in her white gown, and she says he has never given her any reason to doubt him. She says she's so in love with him, there's no one else for her. Tino arrives, and Rachel goes first here. She says his charm and humor, everything about him is undeniable. She's never met anyone like him, she's never been happier, she's madly in love with him, etc., I wrote... Tino says he knows she's been blindsided in the past and the last thing he'd ever want to do is break her heart but there's something he's got to say dot 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 I swear they tell them to do this of course still annoying He says, there's something I need to say though, dot, dot, dot. This is never going away. Tino says the night they met, she made him feel so calm and confident. And now again, he feels so confident. He's not the most spiritual person, but this experience has made him believe in fate. And she makes him feel like the center of the universe. This is as real as it can be. He wants to dedicate the rest of his life to making her feel cherished and loved the way she deserves. There's really only one more question to ask. And so he proposes now, and the ring is a huge emerald solitaire with a skinny gold band.
0: I I would like to point something out here. (laughs) You.
1: My protective husband. (laughs) I
0: I am not saying this. I I treat you like an equal. I don't give you credit you don't deserve, and I don't discredit you when you don't deserve it. Uh Maybe I may actually discredit you more than I credit you, (laughs) (laughs) but for stupid things. Anyway, my point is, is that Charlene invented the skinny gold band solitaire, they call that? Solitaire ring. I I am telling you right now, and it's documented, because there was some (laughs) article, an article, a news article, that talked about some nice rings that people gave, you know, celebrities gave that year, and yours was one of them. I am telling you, this was 2015. Mm. Show me one skinny gold Solitaire Engagement ring That was mainstream Don't say Oh I have a friend In you know <laughs> Barcelona Who gave his cousin it. No I don't want okay. to hear that That would be weird If you married his cousin That was a I bad example it's so My funny. point is, is You invented that She did it She was the one Everyone copied her I want it to be known <laughs>
1: Uh, it's okay
0: <laughs> But you know I'm right
1: Well I don't I mean I just know That what I wanted Didn't exist And I designed it At the jeweler And he was like It's not possible You cannot have A diamond that big On a band that's it skinny was, And I was like
0: Make it work It was literally Like that engineer In Star Trek It's like <laughs> I'm giving it all She's got <laughs> I'm not kidding he was literally he was literally just standing there. He's like I can't make the band any skinnier. Yeah. The diamond will fall off. He's almost he's in tears. Well they they you he, forced him to do it. He, and that's what you got and everyone copied you. <laughs> Everybody. You know who you are. You copied Charlene. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't know that you copied Charlene, you copied someone who copied Charlene.
1: Oh, Andy, that's so sweet. It's so cute that you get like this, that. This
0: is not the first time you've done this. You've started things. I'm telling you, I know this sounds crazy. I know I sound like a crazy husband, but I'm not that crazy husband. I'm crazy in other ways. Not in this way. I don't give credit where it's not due. She invented the skinny gold band ring, period. End of story. Let's commence the recap.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Andy. Rachel cries and says, this is the happiest moment in her entire life. And I wrote, I want this to work so bad. She genuinely looks sublimely happy as they leave on horseback. And now... We get our first word watch, Andy. Exciting already. Sometimes, I told
0: you. Yeah, sometimes They called me mad.
1: <laughs> sometimes finger doesn't get anything. But no. in this case, Jesse says in the live.
0: You were just glowing that beautiful Neil Lane ring on your finger.
1: Jesse says he noticed Rachel couldn't even really watch. He asks her to bring everyone up to date. So now Rachel says that every emotion was real. It was great for a while. And after you leave, there are natural growing pains with being long distance and getting to know each other. Mm. She says they went through a difficult time, especially around the period of the premiere. Mm. They kept coming back to the period of the premiere. It's like this, the premiere week.
0: I say that 10 times.
1: The period of the premiere, the period of the premiere, the period of the premiere. Is that what you meant?
0: Yeah. Oh, you did it. That was a good job. <laughs> <laughs> thought that would be harder. You're much better at that than me.
1: You have other strengths. Thank you. Like being funny. (laughs) She says she's not perfect. She owns that. But he wasn't as supportive as she would have hoped. It's a lot of sort of code happening Mm, here. Jesse asks what happened. She says he brought forth concerns about relationships from the past. Yet he didn't want to actually tell her anything until she pulled more and more out of him. And she said, ultimately, it didn't work out. He cheated on her. Jesse asks what her reaction was. She says it's heartbreaking. She thought they were going to build a family together. It's heartbreaking to watch it back and have to relive. Jesse says she did end up confronting him in person, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. How convenient. And Jesse warns Bachelor Nation, this is rough. And now we get a new scene in Andy, what you deemed the breakup house.
0: Yeah, there should be a reality show called the breakup house.
1: That's, that's a great name.
0: Tagline couples check in, but they don't check out. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot together.
1: Maybe you should get into the reality TV world, Andy. <laughs> it's
0: a good it's a good show, right? Breakup House?
1: <laughs> yeah. I would watch that.
0: Yeah. House of <laughs> That's the German version.
1: <laughs> so, Andy, you were really hung up on the logistics of this breakup scene. Yeah. I love watching this show with you. I got to say, uh, this would have been hell in my former writing recap days. Yeah. And watching with you just... Like, I think of things differently. You made a good point. Like, what did they tell Tino to make him think that this was a good idea for him?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like this. He's like...
1: Yeah, no, uh, I don't think so. I think he was convinced that he could defend yeah. himself and come off looking great.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, even you heard him when he stepped out for, I think, the first time. He was talking to his producer, and he was like, this is going horribly. She's not yeah. even listening. Like, he, clearly, he has someone they on his y- side.
0: you need to make America see who Tino is. you yeah. gotta, you got to redeem yourself here. This is your chance. You're going to do great. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you. We believe in you, Tino, Tino. <laughs> Tino. <laughs> It's like coming out for the final football game of the season, like charging out of the dressing room.
1: Totally. And they're like, you want to bring your notebook? Bring your notebook. Yeah. That's a great idea. He's like,
0: he's like, he's got his notebook in his hand. It's like flames coming out behind him.
1: And they're like, go for that disheveled hair look. That'll really work for you. It'll make you look extra stressed out.
0: (laughs) So Charlene. Andy. Have you noticed that my Spanish has been getting slightly better?
1: Only if you've noticed that my German has been getting slightly better.
0: Can we agree to agree? yes okay
1: it's actually a very wholesome way to spend our time on Babel. it really is i am a big fan this is one of my favorite downloads of 2022 i work on my german and it's fun they make it
0: fun they make it fun and easy yes and you can get it in little packets
1: yeah it's just like oh i have five minutes to spend on this a day ten minutes to spend on this a day I'm sorry, everyone has five or 10 minutes to spend on something a day. And what better way to spend that time, especially on your phone where it's just, it's like a time suck. There's millions of ways to waste your time on your phone. How lovely to spend five or 10 minutes working on that language that you've been wanting to learn. And you know what
0: I love about Babbel is like, it's not so regimented where they're like, okay, now we're going to learn about conjugation. Mm. Now we're going to learn about now. Now we're going to learn about verbs. No, you know what Babbel does? This is the way I see it. It's it takes you from birth through <laughs> adulthood in immersion
1: yeah it's actually incredibly intuitive and this is coming from someone who has taken german classes like Mm -hmm. group classes private lessons so i have like a baseline to work with with what works for me and what doesn't and i am really impressed it does not feel too academic like it feels more like oh i'm in a grocery store this is how i would ask for this
0: practical yes i will say this if i spend as much time on Babel as I did in the classroom learning languages, mm. I would have been speaking fluently.
1: I've got to agree, especially if you, like we said, have it divided out across every day like that. The, it's the constant working on it yeah. thing. It's not, and you're not doing one hour a day and then waiting a week for your yeah. next lesson. Yeah. When you go at it a little bit every day, it, it gets better. It gets ingrained better. I'm yeah. sorry, it just does. And it's
0: fun. Because you're constantly (laughs) winning. You always win. Every time you win.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. And even when you get it wrong, it's like, it's it's encouraging. Yeah, try it again. Oh, I got it right.
0: I win again.
1: (laughs) And with Babbel, you have 14 languages to choose from. And their speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent.
0: An underappreciated aspect of language learning.
1: So right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to Babbel, that's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash Dear Shandy.
0: That's Babbel.com slash Dear Shandy for up to 55% off your subscription.
1: Babbel, language for life. Andy, I like your new haircut.
0: Oh, I thank you. I actually... Got a slightly different style for this one. <laughs> I really, really broke out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it took a little bit more off the side. Yeah, living on the edge. But I will tell you this. I have always had a slight phobia of going, well, not always, in recent years. As I've gotten older, I have a phobia of going to the barber because I always feel like when he cuts my hair off one day, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm like bald everywhere. Mm. I just have a feeling. I think a lot of guys probably have that. Yeah, it's very common. Some people never go. They just like start getting hair like down to their hips and they're ponytailing it. And they probably half of them are doing that because they're like, I don't Mm -hmm. want to cut my hair. I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Well, that's the sad truth about aging: is your hair doesn't get thicker as don't. you age I have noticed a difference in my 30s versus my 20s and I I know I have that to look forward to for the rest of my life really but that is why we love neutrophil yeah. because it really is in your corner helping you combat hair loss
0: yep I'm telling you it works I don't want to say that like I would be bald without neutrophil mm-hmm. but I will say this the health of my hair and the general fullness of my hair <laughs> improve after taking neutrophil for a few months I I know it did.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. For me, I can just tell by my ponytail. I don't know. You've got a ponytail, it's like you it can be this big, you can be this big, you can, can be this big. And my ponytail was starting to feel a little I don't know, a little yeah. thinner. Like
0: you could be one of those acrobats where they like literally spin around like by their hair. <laughs> like but 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 if a couple of years ago it would have ripped, you would have yeah. been flying. <laughs> That hurt real bad. That
1: sounds horrible. Oh,
0: God. And if you have stress about losing hair, it reduces the stress, which is a vicious cycle. Well,
1: that's a great point because Nutrafol supports hair growth by targeting the five root causes of hair thinning. And those are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Mm. So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutraful.com and entering promo code Shandy to save $15 off your first month's
0: subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time.
1: Plus free shipping on every order.
0: Get $15 off at neutrafol.com.
1: Spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code Shandy. So Rachel in her ITM says this will be the first time she speaks with Tino since he told her he cheated on her. Mm. Gabby visits her now. And we immediately see a shot of Gabby's ring. There's a lot of spoilers within this finale. Yeah, Gabby says Rachel isn't wearing her ring. How is she feeling? And Rachel says she can't believe they're having this conversation. It's so far off what they thought his character was. And the only thing Tino seems to care about is how he looks. He says he regrets telling her. Rachel says you can't be forgiven when you're not sorry for what you did. And he only seemed to care about protecting his image. Mm. Gabby says she thinks he's going to come and say that they were on a break, Hmm. which I think is astute of her to point out. And Rachel confirms they were never on a break. They never called off the engagement. And Gabby says that Rachel owes it to herself to be honest about what she feels and fuck him. (laughs) So Tino now arrives with his trusty notebook in hand. That's
0: going to really help him too. (laughs) good thing you brought that.
1: yeah yeah definitely gonna make him look great yeah that list of things his grievances yeah, he might as well
0: have brought a dildo <laughs> the same usefulness
1: <laughs> as he walked in Andy you said he looks happy you said he looked like a cartoon stressed out version yeah, of he's himself. He's like the
0: Simpsons version of, of Tino that's just been through a terrible ordeal.
1: Oh, or like on Family Guy, Stewie, when they show stressed out Stewie, yeah. he's suddenly just got under eye circles and like and one of one his hairs is like sprinkling. errant. It's the best. <laughs> Cartoons are the best. They are. Yeah. They get it across. It really yeah. sums they it up. They figured
0: out how to portray emotion yes. very simply. It's good stuff.
1: Andy, you were deeply amused by this whole scene with the cameras. You just thought it was funny. Yeah. I guess because, you know, you've never really you've seen glimpses of these scenes here yeah. and there. But I don't feel like you've ever watched one from beginning to end, having seen the entire season. And you, were, you just felt it was so staged.
0: It was, it was totally staged. Yeah. And they were getting exactly what they wanted. Let's be honest.
1: That was the one thing that I felt kind of like both of them, both Rachel and Tino. I'm like, stop giving them what they want.
0: But it wasn't just Ray I think the only person not in on this joke was Tino. I think everybody else knew it was going to go down. Down, right down to well, we'll get to it. But you know, the mic drop, ring handing back. Yeah. Like I just thought the whole thing was choreographed. Mm. Like she, like t- Rachel was never. He could have come with literally, like Shakespeare himself could have written the greatest apology mm. that man has ever heard, and she would have still been like, "Here's the ring."
1: Well, you're making a good point. I think that Tino could have done everything right. And I still think the outcome would have been the same. He
0: happened to do a few things wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And ended up in the same place he would have. Yeah. It's like one of those, you know, it's like a pinball machine. Eventually the ball goes in the hole. It doesn't matter. You can score a million points or zero. It's going in the hole.
1: Yeah. Or like a choose your own adventure book where you take, he took like the longer, more complicated and more traumatic and more humiliating and certainly more villainous route, but it ended up the same. Pinball. <laughs> Yours was better. <laughs> okay, so Tino asks Rachel if she wants to go first. And she's like, Excuse me. Oh, he really oh man, it's such a disaster. Mm. And she's like, Excuse me, you want me to go first? Yeah, that he's was like, a bad call. Oh.
0: Terrible call. Oh
1: my god. It was one of those like starts, you know, like yeah. in a run where it's like he goes right before the I don't know, the gun, the flag, whatever it is that makes people start. He just messed up from the onset. And he's like, oh, I should go first. He says he messed up and kissed another girl. And it was a tiny thing. And while everyone looks horrified, Andy, you were like, that's it? I thought he fucked someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have to. I, I guess I also thought that just based on everything. This is
0: the thing if this was some big global event, everyone's talking about Tino cheating on Rachel, this big thing, you want there to be a good solid cheat. Well... I mean, the fact that he said it was a tiny thing, he's not totally off base because in this realm of cheating...
1: Yes. You know, that's
0: the lowest cheating you can do.
1: Yes, but it, I think it's still, it's not his, it's so tough. Like, no, he his, shouldn't have said no, it. No, exactly. Because it yeah. is, as she said later on, he's minimizing it. But it's like almost
0: <laughs> like taking a girl out for a really nice person. You take her to like a lavish restaurant, you have a helicopter ride above the city, yeah. you buy her like a necklace. like, And, you know, and like at the end of the day, you're like, I'm pretty rich. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs>
1: Wait, how is that what that means?
0: Uh, because he shouldn't have pointed out that it was a tiny thing.
1: Oh, you think he should have shown that?
0: Yeah, it's shown.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, no, that's a good point. Yeah, wow, I Sorry, that yeah, did not that was, land with no, me. That analogy was too far out there. Yeah, but,
1: no, I understand now. You're making a good point. He can say it meant nothing to him. Like, that's fine, I think. But to say it's a tiny thing is, it's it's a semantics thing, but it's, he was treading into the he wrong water. not there. the
0: person to say exactly. it was tiny. Exactly. Everyone else can say it was tiny. Yeah. I can
1: say it was tiny. Yeah. You
0: could say it was tiny. Yeah. My next door neighbor can say it was tiny. Tino can't say it was tiny. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because like she said, he was minimizing it. But yeah, was, <laughs> thank you for the analogy. No. I'm sorry I missed no, it.
0: They can't all be winners.
1: So Tino's like, well, what do you want? me to explain and she says everything and so tino says there was a girl they never dated or anything hmm. there was no dating i believe it and he was about to go on the show so it was sort of like oh yeah. to you know see you whatever yeah. they probably
0: hooked up a couple times who knows Do you think maybe so? they didn't who care it doesn't matter well, if they hooked up it wasn't they weren't it, dating to
1: me it kind of matters because later he says okay
0: Maybe they hooked up. Maybe they didn't. In the end, to no, me, it doesn't to really me, matter. The
1: reason why it matters to me is because he then says that after the show, they ran into each other at a bar and then caught, then there was a lot to catch up on. And I'm like, well, if she was just some girl in passing who you never even dated, then how much could there have been for you to catch up on?
0: I am guessing they had a little little thingy. Very, they had to, very yeah, it was certainly romantic, casual, but yeah. like a, just a friend with benefitti kind of situation.
1: I think it would have been smarter if he said that they had kind of done I, I agree.
0: <laughs> I agree. Just I, I think to that warrant
1: this, the catching up.
0: This is one of those things where you come totally clean yes. and you just may a culpa and you just leave it there. Oh that's he was it. not that was that's he not his he strength. Did, his execution was poor. Very poor. Very poor. poor.
1: Tino says she said stuff that was hurtful, so he wrote it down. <laughs> he wrote down things that she had said to him, and mm-hmm. I didn't. always works every uh, time you write <laughs>
0: down things a girlfriend said to you and then throw them back at them. It always works. Every yeah, things time. That, that he, he
1: felt was hurtful so and I know I said that
0: you're right. Okay, you win.
1: Yeah, this was a bad move. And bad she move. says he has to provide context if he's going to pull this stuff out and use it against her. And she says she was going through her own hard time and he knows those things that she said had nothing to do with him or their relationship. So he's kind of insinuating that her <laughs> She wanted to give the
0: ring back. She wanted well, to Well,
1: get- yeah, her thing was I guess if we're broken up then that was a good secret burp, panty.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Why do you have to? I I, I got away with it. Yeah, you You're a bad partner in crime. I'm sorry. I got away with it. I gave it away.
1: Pretty much, yeah. She, I guess, said that if they were broken up by the finale, she wasn't going to wear her ring. It, it was an odd exchange. It kind of sounded like she was hell bent on being really honest and not protecting either of the, or, you know, his image, certainly. And then he was kind of twisting that to, sound like she was doubting the relationship
0: or something the the, the thing is i I, this is what i have to ask myself or this is what tino should have asked himself what do i want to get out of this Mm. do i want rachel i didn't get the feeling he did
1: okay so that's what's interesting is i didn't get that impression either it didn't feel like tino was fighting to get rachel back
0: he's competitive he wanted to come out looking good he wanted to lay out all the facts and be like look i'm the good guy that wasn't the right way to do it no If he wanted to really get Rachel back, he should have just had a full falling on a sword, like, I'm the bad guy, I love you so much, I fucked up, like, please forgive me. If he wanted to look good for America, he should have done, falling on a sword. I fucked up, mea culpa, all my fault. Yeah. The strategy he took was a no-win strategy. He wasn't going to convince Rachel that she did something wrong based on the circumstance. He wasn't going to convince America that he was a good guy by throwing it back on Rachel. Mm. And he certainly wasn't going to... What was the third thing? <laughs> <laughs> There's a third thing that yeah. would have been said with Well, the same I kind do of wonder
1: if his production team or his producer, whoever was on his side and who convinced him to come and do this, was like, you need to defend yourself. If you explain this, yeah. maybe she'll take you back. Maybe she'll understand. It'll make you look better in the end. And that was just misguided advice. Yeah, you
0: had to really, as much as the urge is, to defend yourself and mm-hmm. to lay the facts out there. This is one of those situations where you have to take the high road or whatever road you call it. Yeah. Total lo- falling on sword. It's the low sword. road, really. Yeah. Or the yeah. high
1: road. It's it's both, I suppose. Yeah. You are
0: literally doing a full like swan dive right onto a sword.
1: Do not pass
0: go right onto the <laughs> sword. You're skewered. You're like a, like, a, like a kebab. That's it. It's over.
1: Right down the center. <laughs> yeah, no
0: peppers, no onions, just the meat just, kebab. Yeah.
1: Rachel says he's trying to say what he did was because they were in a bad place, which is it it did sound like that's what they he were was definitely to say. in a bad yeah, place. Yeah.
0: Tino was yeah, obviously yeah, right. Yeah. There yeah. was something wrong. But this Tino relationship was, was on the wrong. But
1: she's right that he was trying to defend what he did by saying they yeah. were in a bad place. Yes, yes. yes. Tino says it was a one time kiss, and Rachel says she doubts that.
0: Well, and she he, may have a point. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He has a
1: big reaction we to this. Know. It kind of goes around in circles until he rises and leaves and outside he says, where the fuck is it? While (laughs) looking for his microphone. That was, I mean, it was pretty funny. I shouldn't have found this as funny as I did, but it was just such glorious fourth wall breakage. Like he knows by now.
0: That was real. That was the most real thing that happened this whole season is him trying to rip his mic out.
1: Where the fuck is it? Yeah. It was just...
0: Nothing polished about that. No,
1: And now Tino tells his producer, she's throwing him under the bus. She's been planning this to make him look bad. He wants out and quote, just make her break up with me. Uh,
0: Another great tagline for the Bastard themed horror movie. (laughs) Just make her break up with me (laughs) Bachelor the horror story Coming soon
1: Oh my god that could totally work
0: It totally does work Just make her break up with me You can't escape They they won't break up with you They'll just make you continue to apologize Until you kill yourself (laughs)
1: So Tito returns finally and asks, what did Rachel want out of this? She says she wants answers she feels she deserves. And while I believe she believes that she just wanted answers here, to me, it felt like more than wanting answers. It felt borderline like public flogging.
0: It was absolutely a public flogging. And I think that's honestly, there's no judgment here. No, because well, he, right, he did a shitty thing. She has the right to want it. I'm not judging her. I'm just saying that her objective here was a public flogging and a mic drop ring giving back. That's what I think she was in for here. There was no yeah. way she was forgiving him.
1: I guess the wanting of answers thing. Here's the thing is like, she seemed really focused on answers, like the why of it. But then when he would try to give the why of it, which was like, we were in a bad place, blah, blah, blah. Anything that's not just, I made a horrible mistake and I'm a terrible person. She's like, what? how is there a why for this? How can you explain explain this like this doesn't make sense to me do you know what i mean like there was sort of this like circular argument going was around on the rack
0: around. she was just turning the rack yeah. there was no a lot uh, this of was...
1: meat skewer yeah. skewered meat analogies <laughs> today andy
0: yeah well the rack is less meat that's more just about pain oh uh, you know uh, what the rack is
1: i was thinking like a meat like a, at a no shawarma no place. <laughs> it's not a,
0: i was thinking like meat nah i can't let her get away with that it's not really a meat thing it's re- you're you're Basically tied to a wheel. In the Middle Ages, they had too much time on their hand to think about this stuff. It was unbelievable. But you're tied to a wheel, and they slowly like turn these ropes that are attached to your hands and your feet. And so you're basically being like... Cooked. No, you keep doing... No, there's no fire. (laughs) (laughs) This is not not a cooking thing. There's no meat involved. But... But there is a lot of a lot of joint and bone crunching oh, that sounds agony awful. It's a horrible thing. They're just okay. uh, middle ages. I mean, yeah, it's rough. Was anyone winning back then? Like, no. Did anyone really say like You know what This was a great life No From beginning to end I really had a time of I my I always
1: life. think about How all they had to drink Was ale
0: Ale Can how you imagine de- They must
1: have had headaches 24-7 yeah.
0: Like you, you're you like de- You have like the worst diarrhea Which probably I'm sure back then Like diarrhea was like Every other day They're like Oh how's your diarrhea today Oh it's not bad Medium Medium diarrhea <laughs> Like that's every day and then like, what, what do you get to rehydrate yourself? Oh, some ale, a tankard of ale. Yeah, that's a, mm, nothing like that hydrating ale. It really quenches that oh, thirst. Horrible time. What was a good day in the Middle Ages? Just a nice prance in a field. The fields were better then. Much cleaner air. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful. I mean, the air was amazingly clean. Yeah, as clean. I don't as think it's been. people
1: had time to go frolic in fields because they were too busy just trying to just survive. Yeah, maybe
0: having a child and seeing a child look at you for the first time and saying like, "Oh, I love you," like that was maybe nice. But they didn't have time for that either. It's probably like like the king was looking to bang his wife. You oh know, you God! You know, prima nocte. It's a horrible time. Well, they were
1: probably just looking at that kid. Like, stop smiling at me and grow up quickly enough that you can start working for
0: yeah, me. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Why are you not working? You're six months old. When I was six months old, I was on my third job.
1: Oh, man. Tangents today. Okay. So Rachel says this shatters everything that Tino promised her. He's turning this around on her. Tino says he thought they were pretty much done. No. Yeah. And at the time he tried to forgive himself and bury it and not get in her hair about something so tiny. He didn't want to pile it on her. And she reacts big time to this. She's appalled. She says, "Do you hear this coming out of your mouth right now?" Mm-hmm. She comes at him for minimizing it, which we talked about earlier and I agree with her.
0: Yeah. I it's agree. not his
1: place to be like it's it's tiny. It's not a big deal. Again. You're overreacting.
0: Tino kebab. That's t- all he should have done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tino says he's confused and he excuses himself yet again. He's actually horrible under pressure, horrible. and again in the live thing, like he's not good at, at sort of just. But he's
0: also not good at losing. You can you can tell uh, he really likes winning, and he's not good at the losing. It's a part.
1: terrible combination because. Again, what he should have just done was apologized That's it. and moved on. There was not really any other path.
0: And it doesn't matter whether he's right or wrong. It's not that situation. Well,
1: because what he's not did, a court.
0: This is not a trial. Okay,
1: like we're in America and cheating is one of the worst things you can do in this country. Yeah. And therefore, even if some of his arguments are valid and did play a role in his mindset, and maybe he did kiss this girl or was kissed by this girl because he was like, well, my relationship's fucked- You know, let's be honest, a lot of cheating does come from that kind of mindset. Absolutely. But it's not an argument he should have used.
0: No, whether him was right or wrong, we will reserve judgment. However, there was one thing to do, which is clear, full apology. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, Rachel says she can't do this. How can they have a conversation if he just keeps leaving? She finds him outside now. He's on his phone (laughs) And has his shirt ripped open, and his he's ripped off his mic because he's talking on this phone, and we can't hear what he's, he's saying. Taking
0: selfies for his girlfriend. <laughs> so look how ripped I am. My pecs got big.
1: Rachel finds him, and he says, "Why'd you come out?" And she says, "Don't you think I'm owed an answer for why you did what you did?" See, that's the thing. Okay, I, I'm I know I'm I'm waffling, but I'm going back and forth here. But don't you think I'm owed an answer for why you did what you did? And then. Later at the live, when he says, I'm just trying to explain why I did what I did, she's like, But there is no why.
0: It's a public flogging with no escape.
1: Yeah. And again, we're like, I, I agree he did a shitty thing, but it did feel like there was no winning here. She's
0: punishing him publicly. That's what's happening. There
1: is no why. She herself says there is no why. And here she says she wants an explanation why. So. I'm just being the reporter here. This is all. I'm just reporting the evidence that we're given here. So they go back inside and inside she just stares at him and Tino says he does love her. He says they can make it through this. He says he'll spend the rest of his life making it up to her and that she's all he wants. He definitely loves these uh, grandiose, yeah, sweeping statements. He's the rest of my life. You're Mm. the only thing I want. And he
0: finally gave Rachel what she wanted. She's like, that's good enough. Here's your ring.
1: But you know what I find interesting is our focus with Rachel all season long has been how much she wants that verbal affirmation, that validation. Tell me how you feel. That's totally why Tyler made it as far as he did. And Tino's not afraid to go there either. But I really feel in this scene, and in this finale in general, you really see the flaw in valuing that. Yeah. What does it mean? Who gives a shit?
0: Show, show. It's all, it's all show. Yeah. Tell means nothing. Yeah.
1: It's nice. Yeah. It's
0: nice to have show and tell. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. Yeah.
1: So Rachel finally stands. She says she's done. She holds the ring and says it meant a lot to her and she wanted to do it one time. He took that away from her. Then he says, don't give up. And she still gives back the ring. And so he says, then he switches gears really quickly. You deserve someone amazing who doesn't do this. That could have been me. And I let you down. I'm really sorry. And now he leaves, never looks back. And there's no exit interview or anything. It was in this moment that I was like, okay, he didn't really want to try to get her back. No. I think that he was trying to say what he needed to say to salvage the situation, salvage his image, whatever. Maybe he would try to make it work for a little while longer. But the fact that she gave back the ring and he wasn't like, please, please, like, I can't lose no. you. You're the most no. important thing.
0: Absolutely. I would have never given up. I would have been groveling. They would have they would have been like all-time Guinness Book of World Record groveling if I really <laughs> wanted Rachel back. The what t- was the calculus on both sides? The calculus on Tino's side was I want to look good... To to the public the yeah. calculus on rachel's side was i want to publicly humiliate Tina. well
1: i don't know if she wanted to publicly humiliate him i think she saw it more as this like rah rah. i am a strong woman yeah. who's defending herself that, that's that kind of moment yeah. but also rachel let's not pretend rachel doesn't care about how she looks too yeah and i think part of the reason why she even wanted that raw rah moment is because she also cares how people perceive her
0: no well you're right it was a, it was a combination of uh, you know girl hear me roar wait what i am woman hear me yeah, roar <laughs> Girl, hear me roar. No, it was uh, <laughs> a little wrong. Yeah, it was that. And she wanted to see a little pain. Mm-hmm. She wanted to see him on the rack. Yeah. To bring back the earlier analogy. But I think that Rachel got what she wanted and Tino got exactly what he didn't want.
1: Yeah. His competitive... You're right. It's his competitiveness. Yeah. He was like, I, I need... I can still make this work. I still can... what's Give me a, a baseball something. I can still pull it out of the something... Inning.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just going to wait to hear what comes out. I'm not going to ruin this.
1: There's some like last ditch
0: effort. I compare it sort of to Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson was this fearsome. I mean, people just like, as soon as they got into the stare down in the ring, they had lost. Just, mm. just seeing him staring at them was enough. They were like terrified. Yeah. But if you pushed him back, if you pushed him back and you showed that you weren't scared. He crumbled usually.
1: Oh, oh, so, oh, Tino's like that.
0: Yeah. I think Tino's great when he's winning, but when he's losing, he crumbles.
1: He starts grasping at straws.
0: Yeah. He becomes that cartoon, Simpson cartoon looking stressed out Tino.
1: Yeah. With the under eye bags. Yeah. All right. I have two final thoughts before we move on on this. The first is, okay, it's three thoughts. The first is obviously what Tino did was wrong. Again, especially in this country. I just oh, yeah. always feel the need to say that because I feel like yeah. America's just particularly like it really is very, it's very stringent environment you know, around zero cheating yeah zero, zero tolerance. tolerance and yeah, I, can... kiss is yeah. uh, is basically fucking... yeah, shoot
0: anybody you want but do not kiss someone uh, when you're in a relationship Oh my
1: God and so there's that he obviously did that and that's wrong but at the same time Rachel accused him of never apologizing and showing no remorse and not being upset not mm-hmm. being sorry but You know, whether or not you really believe he wanted her back and, you know, no matter how many reasons he came up with for having done what he did, we still heard him apologize several times and none of it. She wasn't actually hearing any of it. And this isn't the first time we've seen Rachel not actually listen Mm -hmm. while someone attempts to explain their side of things when she Mm -hmm. feels she's been wronged or lied to. She wants to
0: hear what she wants to hear. And if she doesn't hear that, it's just noise.
1: Yeah, I'm just, again, I'm only reporting the news, but we saw Tino apologize profusely several times. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you want to believe it, that's up to you. But her saying that he wasn't even sorry, you can't really say that someone else isn't sorry yeah. You can't accuse someone else of not being sorry. You can't tell them how they feel, Yeah, you know? So there's that. And then ultimately I wrote, I feel like this comes down to your personal feelings on cheating. If you personally feel there is never an excuse or a why, then you're going to be automatically on Rachel's side in this. Yeah. Period. I'm kind of neither here nor there on that because I feel like I've seen situations where I'm not saying it's right, but you had your reasons. And then there are other people that it's like, oh. I don't care. If it's the end of the no, world, you're no, not kissing someone no else. There's no talking
0: with it. And that person, of course, has never done anything bad in their life. They've never done anything bad that comes to the level of kissing somebody drunk well, in a bar. There are people in this country do way worse things on a daily basis than that. And I'm not saying that's right to do that. Mm. I'm just saying to make that act just the end, without exception, without nuance, I think is a fallacy.
1: Mm. Okay, well... Shall we move on?
0: And and to further that just to bring that point home is they were having trouble. Yeah. And I know it was a very, all he had to do was keep it in his pants for two months.
1: That Again, yeah. It wasn't that long it a period of time to just behave. He should have been
0: able to do it. What I think is-
1: It's shocking that he couldn't.
0: He, it really is amazing. That's another thing that needs to be discussed a little bit is that, come on, Tino. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how much there's trouble in paradise, yeah. no matter how much you don't even like Rachel or you hate her or the worst thing imaginable, just give it two months. Just yeah. take it easy for Get two through. months. Yeah. But that being said, the fact that he did it, to me, seems self-destructive. To me, seems like he wanted this to be over. Mm. I don't think Tina was in it at all. I think the Trouble in Paradise was even worse than Tina was portraying it. Mm. And Rachel was just in denial. That's my opinion.
1: It's so interesting to analyze this stuff. I swear I wanted to move on. It's just funny how... There are people who are going to have the take on this, which is Tino was not in this for the long haul. What kind of a life partner is that? He couldn't even keep it in his pants or, you know, his tongue in his mouth for a couple of months. But then there's also another argument to be made that Rachel is so unforgiving because it really was a kiss that he insists what was meaningless. Yeah. And part of marriage is, you know, it's not, it's not like people don't cheat in their marriages. And if someone does kiss someone else and you've already started to build a life together, is that the thing that's going to cause you to throw the ring in their face? And never talk to them again. So, you know, there's sort of like arguments on both sides. But anyway, we'll move on to the live. So Jesse says everyone there is supporting her for this. What have the last few weeks been like? She says it's hard to put into words. How can you go from being so sure to that? He asks how heartbreaking it is after the last year with what happened with evil Clayton. Mm. And now we get word watch number two, Rachel says. I really felt like the last time I was sitting on this couch that I would be up here With a ring on my finger. Jesse asks if there's anything Tino could have done. And Rachel says he wasn't even sorry. (sighs) So again, I mean, Tino did express remorse. He did say he was sorry several times. Rachel says he's not sorry. And Jesse asks if there's any part of her that still loves him. And she says she has love for him, but no. Hmm. And Jesse asks Big Tony how difficult it was to watch. Of course, Big Tony says, yes, it was difficult. Jesse asks Caitlin her thoughts. And she says that she feels like everyone saw eight different sides of Tino, which I don't totally disagree with, actually. And now Rachel reveals Tino sent a letter apologizing profusely. Again, Despite her saying that he's never said he's <laughs> sorry.
0: Verbally, yeah. text in writing. Writing. Yeah.
1: Okay, Jesse says Tino is there. Andy, you said this will not go well. Mm-mm. And you were not wrong, because now Tino arrives to the tune of two people clapping and a whole lot of booing. <laughs> Andy, you thought he looked like Justin Trudeau. He did. Yeah. Got
0: very heavy Trudeau vibes. Yeah. Just Tino Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that?
1: That was good, Andy. No thanks. Tino apologizes profusely and says he never wanted anything. He said to come off like he was putting it on her. And she's like, came off as if... Or was it you completely putting it on me? He says he was trying to provide context. He was trying to provide a why. And she says, how is there a why? And again, I'm just just talking about specifics here. Earlier she said, don't you think I deserve an explanation why? He says he wishes everyone got to see the love story. They lived. She was amazing to him. He'll always appreciate her. She didn't deserve what he did. And I wrote, this is where it should end. But no. (laughs) black and white (laughs) if only tino says things got tough they were both going through tough times when they started getting into conversations like her saying i can't love you anymore and then she challenges this and says he's projecting this onto her again with no context she says they both said things on that couch in the breakup house some of which were cut Oh, And so it's fucked up for him to air it and try to use it against her. I mean, I don't even know what to say about this. Uh, we like, don't have the evidence. We don't have any information. Yeah, an I opinion. do. I hate it when people do that, though. Yeah. When you it's, have a, a thing that you reveal about yourself or whatever, and then they use it out of context right, right. against you. Like, that's one of my biggest if social If she's beliefs.
0: right, he's a dick. Yeah. If he's right, then... He's right. I don't, know, I don't know what
1: to say. <laughs> anyway, Tino says he's just trying to explain the headspace he was in, and he let his ego and his insecurities get in the way, and she keeps saying they were never on a break. So basically, there is no excuse. They were never on a break. You don't cheat. We weren't on a break. So again, this comes back to what I said, which is if you think cheating is always cheating and it's black and white, you never do it. It's wrong. Then-
0: yeah. There's no conversation. That's her take on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you, Rachel has never cheated on anyone before.
0: I think you're right. It's unspeakable to her. Yeah, it's unspeakable. There's no shade of gray here. Yes. It's just cheating or no cheating.
1: Yeah, and basically, it could have been sex. It's the same level of cheating. It doesn't matter. It seems like it's the same level of cheating. I
0: honestly think he might as well have because he (laughs) got treated like he had sex with
1: her. Okay, so the former Bachelorettes now, so Michelle, Becca, and Caitlin are in the audience gesturing stop. (laughs) My favorite was Becca was like, (laughs) <laughs> it was funny. I get that he wanted to defend himself, but it was no point because she wasn't even listening to the defense. All, like you said, I mean, we're just repeating ourselves. Tino skewer? What, what was it called? Tino skewer. No, it wasn't a skewer, it was a Tino kebab. Oh, Tino. <laughs> Good short term memory. Thank you. Mm okay so tino keeps going he keeps explaining himself she shuts him down there's no excuse he broke her heart she can't make sense of this he says something about her saying she was going to give the ring back he thought it was over it doesn't excuse his actions and i wrote okay i give up i'm not taking notes anymore
0: <laughs> you did actually say i that. did
1: write that i put it in bold and finally rachel says what he did was inexcusable and jesse raps at long last i mean mm. there just came a point where i just pointless i value my time yeah. and energy too much to continue taking notes it it was the same thing believe it or not as long-winded as this sounds this went on for longer
0: and there was no difference what's amazing is usually like when there's some time has passed in the live show yeah the lead will be like you know what yeah it's fine no don't worry about it <laughs> you know go live your life i'll live mine we're good yeah but there was she was just never going to give an inch
1: yeah and he was never going to stop being like i'm so sorry but <laughs> <laughs> so that just kept going around in circles. Okay, so Jesse reveals there's someone else who demanded the chance to talk with her. <laughs> and he's face palming over here. So Avon comes out now and the crowd goes wild.
0: Huh. Oh, your puppy got ran over by a car? Here's a new puppy. I <laughs> like this puppy, it's cuter than the old one. <laughs> So
1: Rachel is glowing when she sees him, and Avon asks if she wants to go catch up, and she says she'd love nothing more. Meanwhile, Tino looks like he just wants to get off that stage so badly.
0: Oh, poor guy! I you mean, know, at this point, he's become a martyr. Well, he's been martyred. It, this, this is
1: what—it's ha- it, so funny. This show cannot help itself. This is what happens over and over and over again. So first, they are—they first they made Rachel a martyr. Right. So they made there were several scenes where people were like, oh, Rachel's kind of but then it comes a point where everyone lays it on so thick and like hating on her that she becomes the martyr and you just feel bad for her like we did last week. And then it happened again with Tino here. It's like the public flogging. Okay, he did a shitty thing. And then to have even come out while Tino's still on the stage to whisk her off it was sick
0: that was inappropriate that was a true public execution
1: i really wish they wouldn't do this because they had their villain tino was their villain he looked terrible let him off the stage and then bring even out instead here we are feeling bad for tino they went too far
0: there were so many things wrong with this yeah what does this do for like women empowerment oh oh my god it's like oh you don't have a man oh here's a man here's just like another man
1: it's so frustrating to watch they need to slap this happy ending on but you know what a happy ending isn't is a woman just being like you know what i'm gonna be single for a while i'm strong i'm good we can't have that we can't have that we need a happy ending a happy happy ending is not a single woman
0: yeah get some fresh meat in
1: yeah we need a man to make this happy how pathetic is that
0: and a man who was up until that point a villain, yeah, board, sort of, yeah, borderline
1: villainized by the same
0: show. But yeah. now
1: he's not bad because he's there to replace the actual bad guy. It's
0: un- and and part of me <laughs> feels like if it weren't for the humiliation, Tina was. It was almost like a tag team wrestling thing. He's like, he's like, sweet man, I'm tired. He just tagged him out. He's like, oh, you take it, Aven. I'm good.
1: It's yeah, and that really, you know, for years with my recaps, I've been talking about my beef with this. Musical chairs approach to dating as though they're all replaceable. Literally an hour earlier, we heard Rachel and Tino say that they're soulmates. There's no one else in in the world for them. They found their perfect match. And then it's like, oh, that didn't work out. Well, I'll go for the next guy. Yeah. It's like, so how much stock should we put in all those flowery words?
0: Well, it's, it reminds me of my previous superhero analogy. Uh huh. Where like, if anyone just has the same unbelievable superpowers, then no superhero is that much cooler than any other superhero. They're all great, interchangeable. Wow,
1: that was a great analogy.
0: Yeah. I, yes. It's like all I have to do is take an injection and just some average yeah. schmo becomes the Hulk. Like, how stupid is that? <laughs> you should be from another planet... Or a galaxy, and you come to Earth and you're a super person that in that planet everyone's (laughs) that, and you become that now on Earth. That's the way it should be. It is so
1: true. By bringing Avon out, it made both what she had with Tino and Avon less special. Yes. They made it less exceptional. It made it just,
0: relationships less yeah, special. It, just, it made everything it less special. It just
1: made them men, yeah. and her a woman. And what a woman can't be is
0: alone. <gasps> it was like a, it, it was like old like 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 game of of the House of Dragons. Game of House <laughs> of Dragons. <laughs> That's the trilogy. But it's just like, oh, you know, this suitor is not good enough for you. Here's Here's another suitor. Here's another one. It doesn't matter. You guys don't have to know each other. That's your new husband. And, you know, we need to keep the line moving. Yeah. Great. Okay. Charlene. Yes. You know what I'm not envious of? What? The overwhelming choice that a woman has when it comes to skincare.
1: Well, I think women, yeah, are marketed at the most. Yeah. But it is really overwhelming. Yeah. And that's why we are such huge fans of apostrophe, because you pretty much take the guesswork out of anything dermatological when Mm -hmm. you go to as professional and expert a source as is possible in this field, which is to say a licensed dermatologist. Yes. You can go to all the skincare stores you want, but this, you know, a salesperson on the floor is not going to know what's best for your skin, the way a dermatologist will, period.
0: And I do believe that if there's anything you shouldn't be a slave to branding over, it's Mm. dermatology.
1: Well, especially when it comes to treatment. Because, you know, your skin, everyone's skin is different, and you don't know what's going to react how. And so Apostrophe, it's fantastic. You fill out their online questionnaire where you talk about your skin type and what Mm -hmm. your skin concerns are. You upload selfies of your skin, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then a real licensed dermatologist will review your information, and prescribe you something if they think you need it. And that is really revolutionary in the world of skincare because in the old days, the olden days, yes, the in days, days of yore, yes.
0: you would get in your horse and buggy and make your way to the dermatological fair.
1: Yes, exactly. What a pain to go physically. Now you just do it all online and it gets delivered to your door. Prescription skincare that stuff you cannot buy over the counter. No. You normally have to pay to see a We're not even talking about... How you have to pay to see that dermatologist. We're just talking about the inconvenience of going. And the inconvenience of choice.
0: I don't want to have to choose. Mm,
1: yeah. Just I tell want me, it just to
0: be given to me. Tell
1: me what I need. Just yeah, tell me.
0: Put it on my skin. Yes. And that's what apostrophe basically does. There's a clo- it's the closest thing to literally sitting on your couch and suddenly having creams
1: <laughs> fall
0: into your skin.
1: Into your pores. Yeah.
0: So. We have a special deal for our audience.
1: Get your first visit with an apostrophe provider for only $5 when you go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy. That is a savings of $15 and this code is only available to our listeners.
0: To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click begin visit.
1: Then use our code Shandy at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. So, Andy, in this online world that we all live in currently, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all in it. If you're listening to this podcast, you're in it right now.
0: We're in it like as much as you can be in it right this second. (laughs)
1: Exactly. And in that online world, we are all bleeding money constantly. Constantly. And we are subscribed to many things right now. That we either forgot we subscribed to, maybe it got renewed after a free trial and we didn't realize it.
0: And and let's be perfectly honest, or we're just too lazy to cancel them.
1: Well, that's the thing, because oftentimes those subscriptions are like three ninety nine, two ninety nine, four ninety nine. Yeah. I'm asking you, Shandys, right now, do you even know? Do you even know what you pay for what?
0: Sometimes I see a bill for a subscription and I'm like, I assume old me knew what he was doing. <laughs> So I'll just keep paying. That. It is
1: scary how true that is. And that's why we are such big fans and proponents, I think, of Rocket Money, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the former Truebill, because they help you identify and cancel those unwanted subscriptions.
0: It's so simple. It actually upsets me that it wasn't around earlier <laughs> because I know that I would have saved Hundreds, possibly thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Bums me out.
1: Better late than never.
0: Better late than never.
1: So get rid of useless subscriptions and start saving money with Rocket Money now.
0: The app shows all of your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Go to rocketmoney.com Shandy. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com Shandy.
1: Okay, so finally we're moving on to Gabby now. Jesse's sure to show Rachel and Avon hugging. Mm-hmm. backstage mm, on the big oh, yeah. screen the crowd goes they're wild. already
0: engaged it's over
1: <laughs> and we pick up back in Mexico now Gabby says that what she has with Eric is everything she'd ever dreamed of she doesn't know if he'll propose but she just has trust in him and their relationship we have to notice that she doesn't trust. know if he'll propose but she trusts him and their relationship even if he who doesn't cares? propose isn't it okay
0: who cares yeah
1: it got me when people last week not everyone, very few people, but some people were like, oh, what Gabby was saying about a proposal was the exact same no. as Rachel. It's like, no, it wasn't.
0: Yeah. Uh, can we give I Told You So? <laughs> huh?
1: Okay, Eric meets her at the proposal site to the tune of Peacock's Cawing. Gabby says that when she first saw him, her heart skipped a beat. He reminds her of a love she's only known in her dreams. He loved her before she knew how to love herself. She loves him. He says the last time they saw each other was really hard. He didn't know if he could measure up to her expectation of him. And Andy, here's where you said, what's the difference between proposing and not proposing? (laughs) (laughs) I laughed so hard when you said this. It was perfect.
0: Truth is funny.
1: Uh, is that is that how it goes? Is that a comedy rule? Is yeah, truth funny? Yeah, comedy
0: should be truth. That's why, like, hack comedians, they call it hack. This when comedians make jokes that are, like, you know, things that could never happen and have never happened. Mm. That's less funny than when someone just says the truth. Yeah. Truth is funny.
1: Yeah. To me, I think classic, like, Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David, it's yeah. funny because it's true. Yeah, we stuff all that happens every day. It. Yeah. Well, okay, so the difference between proposing and not proposing, you made a great point here. It was like... There's so much hype around this proposal, but what's the difference? What does well, that matter? Look make, at Tino and Rachel. What difference did it make? Yeah. None.
0: None. It's like giving someone a car as a present or giving someone a car wrapped up in gift wrap as a present. What's really the difference? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have to rip now like 20 pounds of paper <laughs> off a car. Does anyone do that, by the way, or is that just in car commercials?
1: I think that's just car commercials. It's so usually no one's a big ever wrapped bow. up a car, it's just a bow. Oh, a bow. Yeah. Okay. That's environmentally sound, Andy. Okay, so Eric says he's unconditionally there for her. He wants to be that person for her. She brings out the best in him. The stars literally had to align. And Andy, you said, nope. When he met her and he was immediately 100% himself, he had met his soulmate. He says he loves her. She's the most amazing person he's ever met. He wants to spend the rest of his life with her. And he proposes. What was cute was right afterwards, he says, do you know how many times I practiced that? She's (laughs) like, you did so good. It was adorable. They are. And they have such cute scenes here now where she puts the ring on his pinky. He asks for her number. That was funny. And they drive off laughing on a motorcycle. And now in the live, Jesse says, that seems rosy, but don't be so sure. And so now in the live, Eric comes out. Jesse asks what watching that back is like. Eric says he realized how much they fought for each other. It was never super easy watching back. Now he is tearing up watching it back. They finally got their happy ending. Jesse brings up Eric's hesitation about proposing. And Gabby says, yeah, what happened? That was so funny. Sorry. God, her comic she's timing. Good. She's great.
0: Also the lightness. Notice the lightness in their relationship. Yes, it's not all about how they feel about each other. It's like jokes. It's like ribbing each other. It's you, just light.
1: It shows how confident she is in him and yeah. what they have that she can be like, yeah, what happened? But
0: that's the essence. I've thought of it. I think about things too much. Yeah. But this is one thing I've thought about is why do like guy friends constantly insulting each other? Yeah. It's like the language. Like yeah. I go out with my guy friends, half of the things we say is making fun of somebody at the table. But it shows that you have affection for each other. Yeah. It's like I do this with you too. Mm-hmm. It shows the confidence you have it's basically like, a, like an animalistic way of expressing how much confidence I have in this relationship that I'm gonna say something really mean to you mm. and you're gonna know that that's not that's the opposite of how I feel. Yeah. And it also shows confidence in yourself that you don't take it personally.
1: Yeah, you have confidence in yourself and in the relationship you have with the person who is making fun of you.
0: Right. You're testing it. You're like literally taking a hammer to like the window of like a Tesla, like yeah. Elon Musk did. You know, he took the hammer to did the he window, do that? it broke actually. <laughs> It was, it was in a trade show's bed. But that's what you're doing. You're like, look how strong my window is.
1: Uh, I'm imagining Tino ma- kissing that girl was him doing that. His relationship oh, with yeah. Rachel was a Tesla.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was Elon Musk. It's
1: like, I think we can take this.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Oh, that's dark. Okay. So Gabby says, yeah, what happened? And Eric says, in that world, everything moves really quickly. They never had that conversation. He didn't want to assume anything. Emotions were running high. It was just sort of a disconnect. But he wanted it so badly. And now we end up talking about Grandpa John for a while. Jesse asks Aunt Julie what it's like having such a legend like Grandpa John in the family. And she... This is amazing. Andy rewound and rewatched this six times. And videoed it on the sixth time. Mm -hmm. You said it was the funniest and most entertaining thing to happen in the whole season.
0: It was, hands down. She had been preparing that line for at least 72 hours before this.
1: <laughs> okay, so Jesse says, what's it like having such a legend in the family? And he continues to say a couple of things. And she talks over him to say he's hard to keep up with. And then the camera lingers on her while she's like awkwardly sitting there because she realizes that she timed her response wrong. Andy, I have never seen you laugh so hard.
0: 911, <laughs> I'd <laughs> like to report a terrible accident. It was just an absolute massacre. Yeah. It was, it was just, a, just a, she was laid to waste.
1: To me, this scene really pinpointed the difference in our humor. We have almost identical sense of humor, but you get off more on like cringe than I do. Like, it, to me, it's a kind of British humor. Like, you love the British office. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And to me, like, so the cringe factor, like, Sasha Baron Cohen works. Like, I think he's brilliant. But there are some scenes that I'm like, I can't take it. It hurts too bad. Oh, yeah. This
0: was and extreme. You,
1: yeah. You love a good awkward moment. I
0: mean, it was amazing. She says, I don't know if she'll ever recover from that. It's a mortal injury.
1: <laughs> okay. Jesse asks Grandpa John if he would ever consider being The Bachelor. He says, no, no, no. Jesse but asks. taking
0: that question too seriously.
1: Oh, you think? that's no, I think job? he's like no. I
0: really, I don't have time. <laughs> I think he's really, t- I, I, like, really gotten carried away with this idea.
1: Well, they do keep advertising that senior bachelor.
0: Oh, but that's a joke, though.
1: I don't think it is.
0: Oh, I
1: don't know where it is though. I feel like I've been hearing about I, it for years. I, I would watch the hell out of that. I would too. I'm sick of 25, 26-year-old bachelors. Can I say that? Is that a spoiler for later on? Jesse asks Gabby to explain how difficult it is to sustain the relationship after filming. She says it's hard being in a bubble, not being able to be public. You don't get a lot of time together, and you can only hope the person is who you think they are. Mm -hmm. Jesse asks Eric about the ex-girlfriend now. Eric says he met her a month before all this. He didn't see it going anywhere long-term right about when, quote, the show reached out. He handled it poorly. He has no bad feelings towards her. He doesn't blame her for how she handled things. And he took the easy way out. Andy, you rightfully n- zeroed in on the timeline thing with the show reached out.
0: Yeah, was he just sitting at home one day? He's like, hey, this is The Bachelor. Well, that's the thing.
1: It's like he probably was nominated. Like, it's it doesn't come together that. way. Well, he I to co-
0: send in some kind of, like, Video, well, it's possible right? someone
1: nominated him and submitted stuff on his behalf and maybe okay. he didn't even know you know you'll hear about that once uh. in a while but still for the show to reach out there's like multiple layers of that it's like you first yeah. are, you make it to the semi-final round where you have to submit like a massive background check with like the addresses you've had over the last 10 years so it made me wonder how far along this reaching out was. Was this him flying to LA? Was this him getting officially cast? So there's a lot, you know. Regardless
0: anyway. of when they reached out, there was a lot of him doing things before they reached out. Yes,
1: yeah. I will say he owns this pretty well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Jesse brings up the text messages now and he, he puts them on the big screen. And when we saw these text messages, and this is the first time we saw them, Andy, you this is where you said nothing burger. You called it a nothing burger. You thought the texts were... Meaningless. I'm
0: sure that this same thing happens with like 20 percent of all bachelor contestants. <laughs> they just don't make it that far, and then they agree. go back to their girlfriend. Well,
1: it's true, or the it's true, or the quote unquote girlfriend. I don't know if they were. He made it sound yeah. like they weren't or girlfriend, boyfriend. Thing, yeah, yeah, or they don't go to reality, Steve, or whatever. Right.
0: <laughs> I feel like this was definitely a casual, very casual situation. Well, that's what he writes it off as. I don't feeling this was a serious relationship.
1: Eric says he was taking the cowardly way out. He fully led on the girl. He was using the show as an excuse to not have that conversation.
0: Now that's how you apologize.
1: Yeah, he fell on the sword good and hard. Yeah. He says they were having fun, and he says he's a very unlikely person to be there on that show. He had only ever seen one episode. Meeting Gabby changed everything. He owns handling it poorly, and he loves Gabby. Gabby with all his heart that is an apology I mean here's the thing I don't even know if it's the entire truth but it was such a falling on the sword that it's okay
0: his character aside execution 10
1: he might be lying more than Tino but it doesn't even matter because he didn't come in with a but
0: Tino should take a lesson from that
1: yes okay so Jesse asks what toll this has taken on the relationship Gabby says it's hard and that Eric had told her about the texts way before they were leaked. So good communication there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just thinking about himself, hoping he could skate by. But he was thinking about the two of them and their relationship. It's been hard, but their communication has gotten better. Gabby says that she's not saying Eric was right in his actions. He was kind of an asshole to the girl. Yeah. But she says the accountability is what means the most to her. The
0: cover-up is worse than the crime.
1: I, and I have, I feel that way about Tino. Yeah. Like, I really think that we, we were like, oh, he kissed someone, that's it? Yeah. But it, his whole, like, but... He, you know, he, the way he kept being like, this is why, this is why, this is why, instead of realizing that her asking for why was just code for just fall on your sword.
0: Yes. And also, like, we made the argument, you either, it's black and white. You either think cheating is 100% mm-hmm. bad or you're, like, in the nuanced area. Yeah. And he knew that Rachel thought of cheating is 100% bad. She was in that camp. Yeah, yeah. So he should have just played to that. Be yes. like, This is no excuse for what I did. I might as well have killed somebody. So mm-hmm. let me apologize as if I killed somebody.
1: Yeah. No. Totally. I feel like we've covered that no. enough. Sorry.
0: Thinking of killing somebody. <laughs> Valentine's Day massacre.
1: Okay. After the break, both bachelorettes are supposed to be there, but we're, we're told that Rachel's off gallivanting with Avon. Yeah. So it's just Gabby there. She says the experience opened her up. She's excited to start building a life with Eric. They talk about dancing with the stars. hmm And finally, we get our new bachelor announcement. It is Zach. Hmm. And while Zach was walking out, so it was official, there was no more questioning. Andy, you said, I still say the jury's out on that. I don't want to believe it. Andy, do you want to explain yourself?
0: I mean, it's just extreme wishful thinking, I guess.
1: That it was someone else. Yeah. So you would have been fine with anyone else. Yeah. And this is not, by the way, anti-Zach.
0: No, no. Zach seems like a perfectly fine person. I just do not want to see a whole season of Zach.
1: (laughs) Can you be specific as to why?
0: look, I don't want to malign the guy at all. He seems like a lovely guy. Mm -hmm. Not everyone is built to be on TV. And and that's a credit to him to some degree. He's not good TV. No. He's extremely boring on TV. He asked the girl later who he's meeting for the first time what she does for work. He has (laughs) one thing to ask her. One thing. He asked her what she does for work (laughs) on national TV.
1: Oh, that's what got you? Is that he asked to go what you no, did No, I'm work?
0: just saying that it's a one example of that That Zach doesn't give what we want. He may give what the small minority, the 10, 15 percent, just wants a nice guy who's looking for love and is well, not going to rock the boat in any way. Fine. But Zach is just, he's playing vanilla TV. He's a good guy in life. Fine. Good guy in yeah. life. TV, I don't want him on TV. Just because he's a good looking guy who doesn't say, you know, controversial stuff doesn't make him good TV.
1: Yeah. So we were not thrilled by this. We had heard rumors, but it was like, I guess I was in denial as well until it was official. It was funny that you were still in denial after it was official. (laughs) It's clear who they're pandering to, what audience, like what percentage of the audience, I suppose, or what demographic. I just It's kind of frustrating. I, it, I feel like they're just not willing to step outside that box. They're not willing to try something new. It's clear that Zach will be their puppet. I'm sure he will be very agreeable. I'm sure they will find a way to villainize him in some way the way they did with Rachel for a lot of the season, the way they did with Gabby for a bit of the season, the way they did with Clayton for most of his season. They'll find a way to make him look bad or he's either going to look bad or be boring. It's literally going to be one or the other. I don't want to watch that. Those are I, not fun options. I, I TV don't, is supposed to be entertainment.
0: I don't see any way this is not going to be boring.
1: We're not even touching on the fact that he's just turned 26. Yeah, And I'm not saying you can't be ready to get married at 26. That's not my issue. It's that I don't want to watch a season full of people age 21 to 28 on TV, it gets way more interesting to me to watch some people who are 28 to 38
0: i agree i don't think zach's ready he's not ready in many ways he just seems like he's ready. He looks like he's ready.
1: <laughs> he sounds like yeah, he's ready. <laughs> he wears an
0: amazing suit. One of the nicest looking suits i That was a nice suit. I mean, we were seen.
1: marveling at that suit. He's got
0: a tremendous, he's very fit. He looks, he's a good looking guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he he's white. Well. He's white
1: as can be. <laughs> he's, he's, he's an
0: alabaster as far as the eye can see. And, uh, you know, what else is there? Uh. The Look, maybe we're wrong. I hope. I kind of, but now I'm hoping for a train wreck, which is not good. But let's just say maybe his vanilla-ness is what will make it a great season because he'll be forced into uncomfortable situations where he has to become, you know, whatever Zach is when he's not Zach.
1: You know what's funny is last year, we were not thrilled with Clayton being crowned bachelor because we were like, we hardly know this guy. He didn't even make it very far. Like, why is he the bachelor other than the fact that he's white and a football player? And what's funny is a year later... I even feel worse about Zach being crowned because I feel like we've actually seen more of Zach because he made it further. And I'm more concerned because of it. Well, we've seen
0: more in time, but less in quality.
1: Yes. Okay. well, hopefully we're proven wrong. There is a lot that happens here, but I'm going to skim over this because I do not think anyone wants me to talk about how ready Zach is. (laughs) Spoiler alert, he's more ready than ever. And then when Jesse asks him what he wants to say to the women coming out of his season, his sense of humor is him being like, hi, my name is Zach. And everyone's like, ha ha ha. ha." (laughs) Okay, and now Jesse says, but wait, there's more. Your journey starts now.
0: Overstaying their welcome.
1: This, show, this finale felt like it should have been two hours max.
0: They don't know how to leave you wanting no. more. They just oh don't know God. how to do it.
1: You know what's funny? When I had a hard time sleeping last night because I was thinking about how horrible this was. <laughs> I was like, how are we going to recap this? This is going to be horrible. I had this moment where I was like, they don't know how to leave their audience wanting more. Yeah. There's an art to that. Yeah. Know when to leave. Know when to leave the party.
0: Yeah. They're explaining the punchline of the joke yes. at the end of the joke.
1: So Jesse says, but wait, your journey starts now. And not only will Zach be meeting five of the ladies on his season, but now America has its own first impression, Rose. <laughs> Where Zach doesn't choose who his favorite is, who he might actually want to date and get married. America they, gets to they've choose. They've literally
0: reverted. They've gone from to the 1950s mm. with Avon and Rachel and now they've gone to the Middle Ages with Zach and his his suitors. Especially the when
1: they have them voting and they went from one to the next. Like it reminded me of, I guess, I don't know, there's Dancing with the Stars, there's America's Got Talent, all these talent things. But at least those, there's a talent. Yeah. There's a skill that was performed that would earn your vote. In this, it's just whatever two, three lines they've prepared and how pretty they yeah, are.
0: It's a beauty pageant. That's, That's how it is. felt. Yeah.
1: And okay, you could say, oh, whatever personality they managed to show in a minute. But, but who
0: cares what it is? How are we choosing for yeah, Zach? A, and how is he going to give this any weight whatsoever? Thank you. If anything, he's going to rebel against you. He's like, oh, you're not picking for me. I'm not going to pick this person because you picked <laughs>
1: and, her. Unless you're Zach, though. I don't know. If That's true. He's
0: like, well, maybe they're right. I mean, they do have a point. there's a lot of people voting.
1: Definitely not conducive to finding love. And Andy, you said, does any of this actually make people want to watch the show more? Such That's- a good point. You called it jumping the shark.
0: No one wants new Coke. (laughs) They've been drinking Coke for a hundred years. They want Coke. Period.
1: So the five women are Brooklyn, Brianna, Bailey, Kat, and Christina. I mean, it's all very predictable, honestly. There's no one that's really like, oh my God, this is crazy. I've never seen anyone like that on this show before. (laughs) And Jesse asks Zach now to name all of the women he just met. And of course he can't name one. And I wrote, let the humiliation begin. (laughs) Okay, so then the hashtag bachelor vote thing happens. We called it creepy and weird, especially when they show the women one at a time. Yeah. Andy, you called it like a 1940s beauty contest. Yeah. The first impression rose, which means that she automatically makes it into week two, I guess. So she makes it past that first rose ceremony and the actual show is Brianna. She was charming. Yeah. We liked her. Yeah, but again, the fact that she makes it automatically on to date him and he That's didn't hilarious. get to choose... Okay, here now, Andy, I marveled at how long this episode feels. And Andy, you said it feels like we've been here all day.
0: Yeah. I literally had a different outfit on at the end of this, and I don't remember ever changing.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't end. We get a paradise preview and then some more of Jesse asking Zach what his greatest fear is. I swear to God, someone was in his ear being like, we need another 30 seconds yeah. before we can go to credits. And Zach says it's someone coming in there and trying to say the right things and not showing true emotions. He lived it he was so open to finding love and jesse puts his arm on zach <laughs> this is basically yeah i'm gonna help you with that mm-hmm. okay everyone <laughs> like it was so funny yeah, it was it was like, like,
0: that's enough for now son. yeah
1: it felt really like zach was like oh i should talk more about how open yeah, i yeah, am yeah. to finding love yeah. like uh, 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 uh. and jesse's like no too much just 30 <laughs> seconds Oh, my God. And then while the credits roll, Jesse says he knows it was a tough season to watch and to work on. And they learned a lot of valuable lessons. And he says, Bachelor Nation, we hear you and we love you. Okay, so we assume this is in reference to the double bachelorettes. I I hope so. It was an odd thing to put at the very end like that. It's like we're going to own we're going to own it, but it's also going to be in passing at the very end when you might miss it.
0: I'm glad they said that. I I do assume it is the two ballerinas, and I'm glad they're not going to do that again. I hope. Yeah. I don't ever want to see that again. Mm -hmm. Not with men, not with women, not with animals. I don't want (laughs) to see it again.
1: Okay, so finally we're at the end, Andy. The word watch for the word finger. There were 153 correct guesses. Mm -hmm. And our winner of $100 to Frankly Apparel goes to Jody Rogers. Congratulations. Exciting. Please email us by this Sunday at midnight to claim your prize. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we'll have more Word Watch prizes to come. And the Paradise.
0: Some exciting Word Watch prizes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's new. We have a new prize. So Andy, quickly, let's review our predictions. At the premiere, week one, you thought, we both thought Ryan would win. How wrong uh, we were. I don't even know who that is. I know. Yeah, the Boston guy. Wow. Yeah. I can own it. We got thrown. Uh-huh. We were thrown off. That was, that was weak. We both said Eric second.
0: This is for Gabby, by the way. Yeah. Okay. And then... <laughs> thanks
1: and then we both said jason third and you said mario fourth i said logan fourth and then your wild card was nate and mine was spencer so Hmm. we were about the same yeah on that front same wrong and rightness and then for rachel we both said tino first and we always was tino we were steadfast in that all season your second was logan Hmm. my second was hayden we were both wrong yeah uh your third was jordan v mine was logan
0: Jordan V, oof, yeah. that's a bad call.
1: Well, he did get a one-on-one. And then in fourth, you had Hayden. I had Zach. Mm. I'm pulling ahead there. Nice, yeah. <laughs> and then your wild card was Avon. And uh. my wild card was Eric, which I think pulls you ahead. Barely. I feel like you were slightly more right than me. By a nose. By a nose. Okay. I feel like I've aged five years over the course of this season.
0: This wasn't a great season.
1: No. It was, I might say the worst season i've ever seen. Can i say that?
0: <laughs> they should they should tease the next season like and we're going to tell you right now. This will be the worst <laughs> season you have ever seen. And honestly if they said that, i would i would be more excited to watch.
1: Totally because you'd yeah. be like, wow, I've never That's heard that before. That's
0: what we want. We want the worst season, but not this kind of worst. This was just logistically a nightmare.
1: This was a very. This was horrible to recap. I yeah. will say for anyone who wants to come at any recappers, I don't mean just Oof. us, but anyone who recapped this season. If you don't recap, you don't understand. Recapping this season was absolute hell. Oof. It was hell. It was not fun, but it was the same difficulty level in terms of like following paths and people as paradise. But paradise is more fun.
0: Yeah. It was walking and chewing gum. It was just too much. <laughs> yeah. By the way, is that that difficult? Do they say walking and chewing gum?
1: I always do this.
0: But they do say walking and chewing gum. Who can't walk and chew gum at the same time? That is a saying.
1: Yeah, it's usually an insult. It's to say you can't do two things at once. You can't even walk and chew gum. Oh, can... is that
0: how it's said? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: But, so you used it in the wrong way, but I, we I, knew what you meant.
0: I think it's used a lot in the wrong way. It's like when people say, it for all intensive purposes. Ugh. I know, you know, you just heard it. You know who you are. Stop <laughs> saying intensive purposes.
1: Okay. I think that's a wrap, Andy. Yep. Thank God. Let's wipe the slate clean. Just
0: bear, here, I'm burying, yeah. look. I'm just burying, patting, it. Then <laughs> walking away in the night. <laughs>
1: If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and the TikTok. Mm -hmm. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all of the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And that just slogs away on recapping such high-level television for you. That's right. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week with Paradise. episode one right
0: away yeah we're right into it no break and we're excited let's be honest
1: i gotta say that they know how to hype you up because it was so bad that i was almost living for the paradise previews (laughs) (laughs) sad thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on dear shandy bye-bye dear shandy